this is Maggie. And Ashley. And you're listening to The Watering Hole, a place where animals and animal enthusiasts regularly drink. Every episode, we'll talk about different animals and why they're cool, from basic biology to the threats they face and what people are doing about it, all while under the influence. definitely going to interrupt you and be like, oh, well, under the influence. I just wanted to change it up. Um, but no, we're excited to be here. Episode four, season two, and... And tonight's a big night. Because we have our first special guest. Say hi to the fans, Jill. Hi. There you go. Jill. Jill is one of our very good friends oh, who is a huge so animal enthusiast yes. slash drinking enthusiast yes so she's kind of perfect for this (laughs) that is fair and she's also providing us with our alcohol tonight so that was mostly the reason we were like we can't afford beer (laughs) jill please bring us some of your stock they only like me for my beer it's okay yeah no no it's not true we like you oh she also brought a dog so she brought a dog we like her for her dog we have three dogs now oh Oh, god and mine with the talking argos introduced himself again argos Um, we already know you but thank you oh my god he's such a boop He's a boot. <laughs> so yeah, Jill, thanks for coming tonight. This is just going to be kind of loosey-goosey. We're yeah. excited that you're here. Mm-hmm. First of all, how's everybody's day going? Uh, great. I mean, Jill and I were both in traffic to get here, but we have the pizza on its way, so... I mean, there was no traffic for me. I just sat here on my ass waiting for you guys, so it's <laughs> nice. kind of nice. Well, what about your ass, Maggie? It seems oh, to be oh, in rough shape. Actually, my ass is in rough shape right now. <laughs> uh, can you care to elaborate? I think that's going to be important for the viewers. I, I would like to just leave it right there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I, uh, I had soccer yesterday, and I, I did a slide tackle that just like I've got a sideburn all the way sideburn no, that's, no, no. that's no. disgusting I've, <laughs> that is just horrid. have a streak of hair up my thigh <laughs> no no one wants that no 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 um I have a rug, rug burn, burn. Okay. that's it it's a turf burn <laughs> Jill just Jill you. just looked at me and mouthed rug burn <laughs> she's here to help also You're we 100% said that the dogs would not would play st- until we started recording and, and the dogs have started, started playing. playing under the table under the and now Argos is upset because he's not included because he can't, he can't fit out. he's too big everyone okay go 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 play oh my god Whoa. no ah. <laughs> okay. let's talk about beer yes because we are drinking some really amazing beer tonight Thank you, Jill, for bringing it. It's from your favorite brewery. Can you tell us yes, who us is providing tonight's quality? Uh, it's <laughs> courtesy of my wallet, but it is from <laughs> from Aslan Brewing Company, uh, originally based in Herndon, Virginia, and they opened a tap room in Alexandria, which happens to be where I live. And it's amazing, and everyone should go. Oh, so good. And, and they really have good. such, so many different yeah. kinds of beers. So they're really unique. good IPAs, sours, and stouts. Oh. Which is what we're drinking tonight. We're drinking sours and IPAs, yep. right? So yes. it's awesome. Stouts was a little too high ABV for this. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe also, next beer. Maybe next one. I think it's important to point out one time I went over to Jill's and she gave me a sour and it was like 11%. <laughs> we didn't realize until I was done with the beer and like about, like, I was like, oh, I'm I can't feel this beer. And I was like, oh, it's 11%. You took the whole thing. I guess you're staying for another hour as you drink some water. Oh, my gosh. But hey, who knew 
percent. But hey, cheers. Oh, yeah, so cheers, guys. Cheers. Everyone's got a cheers. <laughs> Everyone's got a cheers. Every single one. All right, so we are here to talk about animals. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is one that we've referenced before. <gasps> what? Um, but if I give you a hint, you're gonna know it instantly. Hint? Oh, wait. There's two of us though. So you can be on my yeah, yeah. right now. Um, I think oh, you should give us should the hint, and we should try. And we, no, you're gonna try to guess as fast as possible. <gasps> you're gonna know. It's it. a camp. It's a competition. Oh, this is a great idea. It's a competition. But you're still going to know it instantly. There's no buzzer or anything? No, no. you just yell. You just okay. yell. Not too loud. Like, don't break the mic, but yell. <laughs> uh, so I'll start with a more difficult hint then. Okay, not as easy. Not as easy. <laughs> more difficult. <laughs> same, 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 same. As some would say. <laughs> well. All right. So this animal is only found in the DRC. Fudge. It uh, is a mammal. I'll give you that. Gorilla? No. Was that stupid wrong? No. A little bit. Really? Oh, me. You were so mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is why no. we invite Jill in to Jill is so much nicer. <laughs> to kind of neutralize Maggie. The DRC. Bonobo? No. Chimp. No. Don't think We're... of primates. Okay. Don't think of primates. Think of an ungulate. Oh. Bongo. No. That was a good guess. That was a good, so, that was a good guess. Yay! Oh, yeah, you yeah. said it at the same time. Oh, I love Okapi. Oh, that was so loud. Yeah. Okapi? Okapi. Did you look up the pronunciation? Uh, I did, and it was somewhere, and then I just scrolled right over it because nice. I was like, I don't know how to say this. Fair. Oh, I definitely um, feel like I said it Okapi before. That's probably not right. Is the plural Okapis? It's Okapi. Um, that is the pronunciation according to the San Diego Zoo. Ah. And, uh, plural, that we might have to Google. All good. Okapis. It's just with an S at the end. (laughs) The way you said it was even better, though. Okapis. (laughs) It's because I was reading a sentence that then I second-guessed myself and whatever. So, what is an okapi? Tell us. It is the only living relative to giraffes. Mm-hmm. And if you need to picture it, it kind of looks like a giraffe and a zebra had a baby. Yeah. Slash, I feel like and a horse had a baby. Have you ever, do you ever remember like, playing a game when you were little, little, like a computer game, where like you could pick the different parts that you could put together? No. No? Yes. All right. Thank you. This is what I get. <laughs> this we is my joke. This is things that I say. Um, but no, we're like, you pick what parts of, of the animal you want to make a new one. That's it, how you got the it really just sounds like copy. the board game Evolution. Yeah, it does. Which we recently played. Which we recently <laughs> played and killed it. Oh, Literally, I'm... we killed a lot of animals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like part of the game. So. <laughs> but it's okay. We didn't actually kill animals. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's not part of the game. So it's, it's uh, like five to six feet tall. They're not that tall, but they do have an elongated neck. Mm-hmm. Um, they are mostly brownish, reddish, uh, dark colored, and then their butts are striped. <laughs> and it's the cutest thing. Uh, if you haven't ever seen an Okapi, definitely go Google it right now because they are pretty freaking cute. I think I definitely thought that they were larger. I did too. I mean, especially if you think that, like, what giraffes are like, what, 15 feet tall? Right, right. Like that. Well, that's a great uh, segue. Oh, thank you. As to (laughs) where they live. So we know what they look like now. Uh, Compared to giraffes who live in the savanna of Mm -hmm. Africa, 
These guys live in the dense rainforest of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Um, and when you're in the forest, there's no mm. need to grow so tall. That's true. So they've they've capped out at about five to six feet. Huh. Still the, I also feel like it would be really not beneficial to be super tall. You might decapitate yourself. <laughs> like you're going to get stuck on some You're going to get stuck and hit around. You know, there's just some silly. stuff in the way. <laughs> So I, I do want to go back to some uh, early basic stuff about the Okapis. They were discovered in 1901, which is not that long ago. Oh, wow. And the reason being is because they're found deep in the rainforest. They're very solitary, wary animals. So they don't, they hear noise. They're like, scatter. Um, and then. <laughs> like Stella. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 like Jill's dog. dog. And originally they were thought to be just a striped donkey. <laughs> and everyone was just like, that's fine. Yeah, that's normal. I was going to say, I bet the first person who found them, they didn't get thought, believed. No, probably. Anyone. Like, yeah. what, it's a part zebra thing. Try to describe that to someone. And yeah. They're like, yeah. no. No, that doesn't um. exist. They have long, really strong prehensile tongues like Ooh. giraffes do so that they can... I wish you could have all seen the face Ashley just made at me with her prehensile... Well, here's the thing. Listen, the you keep talking. Episodes, I've been talking about how I think I have prehensile lips because I'm really good. I really hope we get a okay, lot of comments um, and emails from yeah, men saying they want to date right you. Listen, <laughs> but I will say, um, I mean, I can make a four-leaf clover with my tongue. Very yes. nice. But my tongue is very Four short. Four leaf or three it's leaf? Three oh, leaves. sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know where that fourth one is, but it's not. It's in the back. You can't see it. <laughs> well, but I just, I have a very short tongue, so. So do I. It's weird. Let me see. I feel like mine's even shorter. Did you hear my jaw crack? Yes, yeah. I did. That was your leg. <laughs> no, that was my jaw. Joel, whose tongue is shortest? Oh, God. Uh, I think Ashley's. <laughs> Yeah, I you have a very short time. I know. It's my downfall. Just I'm that. Very, I'm Nothing very, else. Nothing. I'm perfect in every other way except for my short time. <laughs> but your pm style lipstick. But my lips make up. Oh my what god. The sexual innuendos. Wow. They are coming. We're just going to leave it at that. I can't wait until that, between we just that get and feedback. Maggie's uh, sideburn on her hip. So, well, copies. <laughs> They are, uh, they have common, mm-hmm. exactly. They have common ancestors to bovids and deers, just like the giraffes do. That bovids. means that, you know, we've got these hooved animals. <laughs> Their markings that we just talked about are actually really useful for the rainforest because as the sunlight is just only partially coming in through the branches, it works out perfectly for them to camouflage and hide from predators like leopards. Mm. Um, also, their fur is velvety feeling <gasps> and Ooh. very oily. So when it's oh. raining in the rainforest, it just slips right nice and slick. Yeah. Wow. I feel like my sister has an okapi stuffed animal, and it's very soft. But That's really cool. One. But I feel like an okapi is actually softer. Probably. Yeah, probably in real I'm life. I want to pet an okapi. I know. Right? I'd oh. love to be a friend of an okapi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh. As you were saying that, you're like, this is... <laughs> Anyone else picturing Harry <laughs> Potter? Right? What's that? Buckbeak. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And it just goes up and is, like, connecting with I feel like that's us with I bow to an okapi yes. and it bows back. And then it's like, well, we are now soulmates. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Take a drink. Moving on. This beer is so delicious. It's, it's, <laughs> oh my god, I was trying to say delectable and delicious at the same time, and then, then did you just burp? And then my words just stopped. The words were like, no, no, no. Neither of them wanted to move forward. <laughs> Neither of them wanted to move It was correct. beautiful. <laughs> my mouth was like, why are you talking? <laughs> I understand that. 
<sighs> okay, so let's see. The as I said, the they're like up to five feet, maybe six feet tall. The females are larger than males. Ooh. They're up to seven hundred and seventy pounds. Girl power. Whereas the males are like six sixty or so. Interesting. The males do have horns, but they're small, similar to giraffes, Aww. and that's so that they don't get tangled in branches. <gasps> so, more about these guys. I said they're found in the dense rainforest. There's about 25,000 of them in the wild. They are only found in the DRC. That's not many. That's not many at all. Yeah. Because they have been poached for their skins and their meat, mm-hmm. and um, human conflict actually is a really big problem. Oh. I'll, I'll get more into that in a bit, but... Um, Do they used to have a bigger range? They did. Slightly bigger. They're still just a very unique animal that isn't found throughout the continent of Africa. Interesting. So they weren't that prevalent in the first place. But Hmm. because of a number of factors, they're diminishing. But as for what they eat, they eat uh, over... um, yep. One dragon. <laughs> I'm sure that you're going to start with a three. So did I. So did I. <laughs> three really for a loop. So did Argos. Jeez. So they eat over 100 oh. species of plants. That's fewer than I thought. You sure it's not three? You sound unsure. I just want to double check. It's so hot right now. Uh, take off your Oh my gosh. And they will also eat clay and mud and dirt if necessary. Oh, that's kind of weird. Though they are diurnal, which means active during the day, they've been known to feed at night. Hmm. And they're the only species of forest ungulate that feeds on understory foliage. Oh, the only one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they'd almost be like more populous if they filled that little niche. Yeah, yeah, you would think, but no. They have an excellent sense of smell and hearing. More on the hearing in a moment. Ooh. Um, They got some pretty crazy ears, I feel like. Their ears can move in all different kinds of directions (gasps) to catch smell. That's why they're... Whoops. Wow. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow, words are really a struggle. Why? (laughs) Why is my brain not working? I really, really wish they smelled through their ears. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Maybe they do. I don't know. We discovered something new. Oh, my God. Where is my head today? Beer. That's why. Beer. My head is beer. So, oh, they're smelling with their ears. What else yes. are they doing? <laughs> um, their ears swivel around to catch sound. Gotcha. And as I mentioned earlier, that's what helps them to be so receptive to potential threats, mm-hmm. like leopards or humans. Mm-hmm. Again, why we probably didn't discover them for uh, as They were avoiding we us as they should. <laughs> yeah, they right were like, so. oh, God, these creatures are just fucked up. Bad news. Um, the females have a gestation period of 14 to 16 months they typically have one calf that's pretty long it is and the calf stays in one place for six to nine weeks oh wow not moving with mom correct which is really fascinating i couldn't find why this is the Hmm. case but it said it is to remain unseen by predators huh so she hides it yeah I was going to say, I know, like, baby deer will stay in one place, but I don't, not, probably for, like, six to nine hours. Right, right, right. So, I'm also, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of info when I did find this fact, but I wonder if it just means, like, it's in the same range, and, like, Mm. the mother isn't just moving it from one territory to the other. Yeah. So, I couldn't Hmm. get a lot of specifics. If there's any Okapi experts out there, let us know. (laughs) What is that specific? And did you already say it's only one calf? One calf, yeah. Wow. So, going back to that sense of hearing, 
The mother communicates with her calf at a decibel of 14 hertz, <laughs> which is lower than humans can hear. Oh, and it's also very. lower than predators can hear. Ah. Awesome. Which is super fucking cool. Makes sense. Like, they have a secret language, which so I saw cool. in one article was uh, described as, like, texting. That's awesome! <laughs> we have very noisy dogs the today. The dogs! But I think it's also important to point out we have very happy dogs today. Yes, they yeah. are very happy, and they did exactly They're like you all said. the same Start color. We started recording. Jesus. Every time. Okay, so I'm gonna finish up Okapis real quick. They are solitary animals, but their ranges will overlap. Similar to giraffes, they're never social, never solitary. Gotcha. Gotcha, yep. Um, they are, as I mentioned, they're hunted for their meat and skins. Mm -hmm. And then with human conflict, there's a lot of illegal uh, activity happening in, in their range. So in the DRC, there's like illegal logging Mm -hmm. or there's civil unrest and this is preventing conservation efforts, but also destroying habitat and therefore also killing animals when they get in the way of humans trying to be vicious to one another. They are endangered on the IUCN red list, and uh, there are a min- there are minimal efforts to protect them, but they are, importantly, an umbrella species, which means if they are protected, that mm-hmm. protects a number of yep. other species, which is pretty cool. There's an Okapi Conservation Project yeah. that has been in operation since the late 1980s, and that is trying to create a, or has created a wildlife reserve for these animals and has been rather instrumental in actually bringing awareness to the species and trying to just increase efforts around around their future. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah, that is a very quick, well, I wouldn't say quick because this took us a while, but <laughs> but um, that's, that's the Okapi. Concise. It yeah. Was, yeah. And I rather like this animal because they are so unique looking yeah. and they're not – found anywhere else but this one tiny part of the world you can find them at zoos so if you are near a zoo that takes care of their animals go check them out and ask your ask your keepers about them because they're really cool and yeah they're also unique like evolutionarily right i mean they're kind of in their own little branch yeah actually here you guys see there's a picture of one with (gasps) a human they're like wide but they're not that tall they're not taller than Just a man. Look at their ears. They though. have super big, soft, velvety that. ears oh. that are good for hearing those sounds that no one else they can hear. They look so sweet now. They do actually. Let's all go get a pet a copy. Just kidding. Don't buy one. Come on, Jill. Jill. That's not what we're here for. Oh, no. Who invited her? <laughs> okay, so that was my animal. Um, Yay! We brought Jill on here tonight, though, to talk about an animal yes. because she is an enthusiast, like, above all, which Woo-hoo. is pretty amazing. No, and... same level as you guys. Uh, yeah. I we mean, all have different levels of enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's We also have different, different species we're enthusiastic yes. about. Different that's variety true. of enthusiasm. Right. Which is why we thought you would be a perfect complement yes. to Thank this you. evening's I appreciate it. show. Yes. Very excited. So, do you want to give us hints as to what you chose? I, I'm ready. Well, okay. So, you guys already know my list of three that I sent you. I don't really <laughs> remember them. I don't entirely. I Except remember for a bear cat. Oh, I remember Ardwolf. Okay, well, what do you guys think I did? And then there was the bituang, bintuang, that's the bear cat. Binturong. That's the binturong is the bear cat. That's gonna happen. Ooh, that's nice. Um, Well, which one do you guys think I did? Well, uh, I think you did the bear cat. Ardwolf. (laughs) We just picked the the winner. No. (laughs) I did the bear cat. 
So I did the binturong. I would like to point out that Jill brought printed out notes. Oh, I did. Tonight. and Three they, pages. They are excessive. <laughs> we're, about, we're about to get schooled. Um, so, Ashley right, and I, it's like, Ashley and I are doing research while we're recording, <laughs> and, and Jill brought notes. It's my first time. I can get lazy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I feel like, no, I was like, I want to say I feel like I was, like, not lazy my first time. But that's a lie. I just want to quote you on that and take that out of context and put it somewhere. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather we didn't. <laughs> I was trying to decide between what animal I wanted to do, and I already loved binturongs, but then I was researching, and one of the first headlines I came across, it's a terrible dad joke, and I love it. Yes. It's, yes. For it. How can it binturong when it feels so right? <laughs> And I immediately was like, I'm doing it. Well, well. Like, I just need to say this. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> Come on. It's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, I already liked them. Yes. The Binturong is also known as the bear cat, um, <gasps> which is really funny because it's neither a related bear. to the bear nor cat. Right? Well, sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's in the family... Viviridae, which this is, is our favorite part when we try to pronounce things. Viviridae, yes. which is a group of small to medium-sized mammals only found in the old world, and it contains like civets and genets. Genets. Oh yeah, genets. Yeah, so those and creatures. Civets. They're I kind of them. like they're kind of more primitive, like yeah, like, they're like tree-dwelling things. Yeah, yes. primitive is definitely way like they got four legs, they got fur, <laughs> they got a tail. They got yeah. it, and that was about it. That's what they got. They were some I of mean, the they're earliest. still super cool. Yeah, but they're not as like high, they're not evolved into like these specialized so does that niches. mean that they're like an ancient kind of animal that's they been are. around for a while <gasps> yes Ooh. and um the fun thing uh genus species is arcticus binturong oh and so the genus arcticus uh apparently arct means bear and oh. itcus means weasel so they're a bear weasel Oh, yeah, oh, makes sense. Still uh, not completely accurate. But then the but... actual name Binturong, apparently they don't know what the word Binturong means because it's from a language that is now extinct. Whoa, Great. that's pretty that kind of cool. cool. Where is that language from? I Well, where, maybe where they're from, which is uh, oh, South yeah. Asia. Oh. Which makes sense. With but the language has died out. That's... We don't know why. <gasps> Oh, mm, yeah. but it's funny that the language, well, not funny, but, but the, the language died out. But yeah. yeah, they exist. <laughs> so binturongs are native to South and Southeast Asia, mm. and they live in dense tropical rainforests and are not often spotted in the wild. Okay. Mm. Um, they're kind of big for their family group. They can grow up to 28 to 33 inches in length, mm. and then their tail is an additional 26 to 27 inches. No way. Oh, wow. So it's almost their tail the same is size like roughly the same as size. their body. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. And they weigh up to 50 pounds in the wild. However, in captivity, they weigh up to 71 pounds. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they get I mean, real fat. Yeah. Very fatties. <laughs> Very fat. So they're pretty hefty for their animal group. Uh, are you going to talk more about those tails? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so they have low, stocky bodies covered in coarse, shaggy hair, Sounds and it's like tipped me. in gray, especially around the face. <laughs> shaggy hair down the side of your leg. You know, her and her sideburns. <laughs> me and my sideburns. <laughs> so their faces have this, like, really gray appearance, and it kind of makes them look like old men. <gasps> oh. And they're really cute. They have these big white whiskers, too. Mm. Um, and then they have prehensile tails, yes. um, which the binturong is the only world, old world mammal and only one of two carnivores, the other is a kinkajou, that oh. has a pre- prehensile tail. Oh, that's right. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. That's super cool. So prehensile, let's remind our listeners what that means. Uh, it can act like an arm. Yeah. And grip. Mm-hmm. 
And so their tail actually, not only is it almost as long as its body, but um, it has a leathery patch on the end that helps it gri- oh, grip. Kind of like a crazy, like yeah, yeah, or like an elbow patch. Yeah, or like, like, yeah, or like, yes, like, like I was thinking of a quarterback, like catch, you know, their gloves or something. <laughs> oh like yeah, not a quarterback. Basically, receiver, we're just wide receiver. We're, we're I know na- football better than this. <laughs> We're just, we're just naming leathery things. <laughs> Wallets, belts, you know. A nice jacket, if you will. <laughs> and then also, I don't think we've actually talked about this, um, Old World versus New World. Yeah, so old world is that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's basically Old World is Africa, New World is the Americas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think and, it's and not Asia. accurate. Yeah. Asia yes. is also Old World. Yeah, Asia, Africa, Old it's World. basically like the hemispheres. You yeah. know, where yeah. life started yes. and then where it migrated to. Yes. Yeah. So I want to go back for a second because you said that they are one of two mammals, but one of two mammals that have um, the prehensile tail. Two carnivores. Oh, so carnivores. They're, they're Got the it. only old world mammal and only one of two carnivores. Okay, because I'm thinking here the opossum, and mm. I'm like, wait a minute, that's a prehensile tail. But, but it's not. Isn't, isn't I guess our. But they're not, not old world and, like, and they're not a carnivore. Stuff, or not chimps. Sorry, God, that's an ape. Other monkey species, but aren't they omnivores? Yeah, Probably. that was the distinction. So. Also, I think order carnivora is a specific mm, like right. Yes. So all monkeys and apes are in the order primata. Yes, that's so part of the difference. Yeah, yeah. but cool. kinkajous and these guys, which I love kinkajous too. Super cool. And uh, my favorite trait of all, the reason I fell in love with them to begin <gasps> with, is that they smell like buttered popcorn. Yes, yes! I heard this. So apparently, all the members of the Viviridae family have like really strong scent glands, mm. um, kind of like skunks, which are not part of that family, but I'm just saying. And apparently this animal decided that the scent that it wants to spread to attract a mate mm-hmm. is buttered popcorn. I mean, and me too. It's totally I not on purpose, but we happen smell. to love that smell. And so apparently they smell really, really good. Mm. I mean, if I was going to pick a scent to spread, mm-hmm. buttered popcorn would be way up there. Right? 100%. Yeah. I think I'd go with, does it have to be a food? No. No. I think I'd go with basil leaves. Oh, God, I love basil. I would follow you, Maggie. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> well. Whatever, me and the we'll we'll you later, Ashley. <laughs> Fine. Diet. Mm-hmm. They're classified as carnivores, mm-hmm. which they are classified as carnivores, not herbivores. But oddly enough, they mostly eat fruit. So oh. I don't, I don't really, I think oh. the reason why this happened, I did a little research, it's their teeth structure. Oh. So it's not like, not you know how an omnivore's teeth structure is like ours? We have like the, remnant, the, the remnants grind. of the canine, yeah. but yeah. we have the grinding. Um, they have very carnivorous teeth with mm-hmm. like the chisel teeth, but they eat mostly fruit. Hmm. Interesting. Very confusing. So I wonder if that's kind of like how pandas. How pandas mm. are all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Their teeth Strong. don't match their diet. Strong feelings about pandas over here. They also Same. have the wrong intestinal system. So pandas are just so stupid. But they do also eat um, birds, small mammals, fish, carrion, invertebrates. Get it. Yeah. But Get then they'll eat eggs, leaves, plants, vegetables. They'll eat. They're kind so of they're whatever the least they can. picky animal. Yes. Gotcha. But what's really cool is they play an important part by spreading seeds of the fruits they yeah. eat. So that's like Whoa. what civets do. Yes. Yes. And especially, what the, I read this really cool fact that it's especially true for one species of tree, the strangler fig. Ooh. The strangler fig cannot germinate without assistance, and binturong is only one of two animals <gasps> that has the enzymes capable of, of digesting the outer covering of the seed. Oh my god! Yeah. So they're so, they're so one important. Of two Wait, species is the other one cassowaries? I don't know the other one. I tried looking it up and I couldn't find it. Damn it! The binturong is essentially arboreal. They live high in the forest canopy, and they rarely come down to the ground. 
They are excellent climbers, but they move very slowly and cautiously, and they don't really jump from tree to tree very well at all. Okay. Because they're kind of heavy and bulky. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But their ankles rotate 180 degrees to help them climb down head first when they do need to get to the ground. Oh, man. That seems terrifying. Yeah. They also make a lot of noises to communicate. Oh, they you apparently do. snort and chuckle when they're happy. Oh, Ashley does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they uh, make a high pitched wail that sounds like a cat screaming if I, they're bothered. Maggie does I that. Do that. <laughs> if they're bothered, <laughs> they also howl, grunt, and hiss. Mm. I guess I do that. Yeah, <laughs> we all do that. And then the female who's in the mood for love will purr. I, I don't do I that. Do not do that. <laughs> None of us. None of us do that. Um, They have a little bit of a reputation similar to a honey badger that they... they Don't give a fuck. No. Wow. Both of you went for it. We were ready. (laughs) Really excited about that. Honey badger. No, um, they're they're very aggressive if pushed. So they're they're not aggressive. They're really quite shy. But if they are cornered or pushed to it, um, they will 100% retaliate. They have claws. They have teeth. Again, um, also me. And they're also pretty big. I would like to say I'm that way, but I'm a, I'm not shy about my aggression. <laughs> no, these guys I'm, are I'm, shy. I'm outwardly aggressive. These guys are both aggressive. I'm nice. I think Maggie's more aggressive than I am. Really? Uh, I don't hold back. Not the, in a bad way. Oh, no. It's just fine. in a different Oh. Oh. This is getting weird. Keep going, Jill. <laughs> what else you got to say on our well, podcast? So... so the the whole point of saying that they can be aggressive is that apparently their be natural predators are not often successful. Like they actually don't get predated a whole lot. Oh, cool! Really? So the natural success. predators are leopards, clouded leopards, and pythons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but works. it says that their the reports of predation are actually quite rare. Huh. Because they really do know how to defend themselves. You know what I would like to point out? What all of these old world animals are killing it. They oh, got yeah. it down because like, they had more time. I think. And like, Maybe. Yeah, presumably. But they, even if they're somewhat primitive in their evolution, yep. what they're doing just works. Yeah. They're, they're very much of the, the thought process, it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. this is what works. We don't need I'm to get doing it. fancy. We don't need <laughs> long necks. We don't need weird ass teeth. We got this. <laughs> okay, just a couple more things. That was my um, uh, primitive mammal impression. I, I hope you all it. enjoyed it. I loved it. it. Um, reproduction. Ooh. So uh, females are bigger than the males. They're twenty percent larger and heavier. Yes, the with the female. Sex. I know, Woo! Both of these guys. Women's power. Hell yeah. Women's power. Woman power. Whatever. Woman. Women power. Sure. Females. Um, females. They usually have around one to six young, although an average of two. Oh. Um, they're fertile for fifteen years, and they can live for twenty-five years. And they start being fertile um, a little over a year and a half in. My favorite little thing, and I don't know, I didn't actually verify this. I really hope it's true. One website said that a baby binturong is called a binlet. Oh, oh it's true now. If yeah. It wasn't before. I mean, it has to be. We're going to start, everyone, start calling baby binturongs binlet. In everyday, in everyday so conversation. Oh, today's task, use binlet in a sentence. <gasps> binlet. Yes, accurately. Um, okay, the yeah. coolest thing. <laughs> Not just for a fun word. Yeah, accurately. The coolest uh, reproduction fact, though, is that females are one of only 100 mammal species that can delay implant- implantation. Oh, yes. Ooh, We've talked important. about some of these before. So binturongs huh? can do that. They can mate throughout the year, but almost always the births occur through January through March. Huh. Because the females know that's the best time to have the babies. Right. So they can delay um, when they implant their egg. 
as long as they need to. So basically, they are reacting to their surroundings mm-hmm. like, okay, I know that there's going to be enough food for me to eat for myself and my young come mm-hmm. November, January. December, yeah. Yeah. and then I can gestate and, yep. and produce then. Yep. Yeah, I think we talked about this. I think we brought it up in the bonus episode with so. seals because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things because yeah. seals typically, well, it depends on the seal species, but they'll come up on land only once a year, but their mm-hmm. gestation is only nine months, so they're going to come up and mate give birth and mate around the same time when everyone's up on land. They have to delay. But they yeah. gotta delay another three months so that way it always lines up. Yeah. Isn't so that fascinating? Cool. It's really cool. Um, okay, now on to the last part, conservation and Ooh. threats. Yes. Um, so binturongs are listed as vulnerable right. in some parts and endangered in other parts. Oh, However, okay. nowhere are they common. Populations have been steadily declining by 30% over the past 30 years. Sad. Um, I didn't find, I actually should have looked. I don't have an actual uh, population. That should be That's okay. I should look up. But Not reasons common. why they're declining. Habitat loss is a big one. Mm. Um, logging is huge. Oh. Um, and there's there's no evidence that uh, the plantations that are replacing the natural forest where they live are being used by the Vinterong at all. They're, they're only liking their forest habitat. So if it's replaced by a plantation, they're, they're just wiped out. They're still not going to. And then besides habitat loss, uh, wildlife trade and hunting are issues in some parts. Um, the wildlife trade, surprisingly, they're actually in Laos. They're the most frequently displayed caged live carnivore. Oh, oh yeah. So people buy them as pets. Um, which is really sad. Yeah. And then they're also eaten in certain parts of Asia, mm. and their skins are treated. Ugh. So, so this sounds kind of similar to civets, which yeah. are uh, caged to poop Don't, out coffee, yes. beans. Yes. Not That's enough. the Bintrong, and I love them because they smell like popcorn, and oh. they're actually really cute. So you should look them up. They are little old men. They do look like old men that old are having men. a hard day. Old buttery men. Then they men. like butter. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, well, guys. round of applause for our first special guest. Yay. That was a great first animal. It was. Well done. Well done. Thanks, guys. I love it. All right, but it's my turn now. All, All right. Are you ready? Uh-huh. All right, we're going to play a guessing game. Yeah. I'm excited. I am going to describe my creature, mm-hmm. animal. It's an animal. Surprise. Okay. It's kind of the whole basis of the show. And have you guys guess? Okay. Ready. I, I also have a fun um, article headline, but I'll read that later. Oh, you too? Yeah. It's not, a it's not as cute. <laughs> it's not a dad joke. <laughs> it's not a dad joke. All right. So average size. Body length is 14 to 17 inches or 36 to 43 centimeters. Okay. Plus a tail that's 22 to 24 inches or 56 to 61 centimeters. So their tail is longer than their body. Yeah. Weighs around Jaguar four Rundi? pounds. What'd you say? Jaguar Rundi? No. Too small, I think. So full grown, they're typically about three feet in length, which includes their tail. Capuchin? Nope. Their bodies are completely covered in thick fur. Typically not one solid color. There's a bit of a variety. No. That's a good guess. Well, getting closer. The ends of the hair, nope, are typically tipped with white, while the rest of the body will usually be like a yellow or brownish color. Lemur wasn't far off. They have rodent-like teeth, large disc ears, orange eyes, and a bushy tail. Oh. Now you ready for the final one? Of their description? Mm -hmm. They have a long-ass third finger that's thinner than all of the others. (laughs) Not an AA. Um, I.I. It is an I.I.? I.I., Captain! 
I couldn't remember. Okay, I I. I am. They're freaky so looking. Excited. I feel like I I was one of my like gateway drug animals where like I saw them and I was Great. like I need to learn about this world. They're creepy looking. Um. So for those of you who don't know, I I spelled A Y E dash A Y E is a type of lemur that is native to a uh, primate that's native to Madagascar. I was gonna ask um. And uh, they're creepy as fuck mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Yep. So, like I said, they're a lemur. Their scientific name is Dobintonia madagascarianus. I'm so much louder than I'm guessing they're in Madagascar. They are native to Madagascar and only found in Madagascar. Mm -hmm. The first part of their name, the Dob, uh, Dob Dobintonia, is named after, like, a a French researcher who found them. So it doesn't mean anything. However... Their name is kind of funny. I was going to get to this later, but I'll talk about it now. Yeah. So there are a bunch of different kind of backgrounds as to where the name I.I. came from. Yeah. My favorite one is... Somalian pirates. I like that. Um, My favorite one, though, is from a French naturalist who was the first first documented to use the vernacular I.I. His name was Pierre Senneret. Okay. It's probably not right. But and he said the name I.I. was a cri d'exclamation et d'entonnant, which is French. My really, can you tell that I took French in high school? <laughs> um, but it's French and it means a cry of ex- exclamation and astonishment. Oh. So I thought that I.I. was like, what the fuck is this? Wow. So that's one doc. That's one theory. Wow. Another, an American paleoanthropologist, Ian Tattersnall, Noted that it resembled a Malagasy name, Hi Hi or Hey Hey, which is used around the island, so it could be that. And then another hypothesis proposed in 2001 by um, a scientist, Simon. Simon. Scientist Simon. By scientist, we're just gonna say scientist. Is that it's derived from Hey Hey, H E H. So it's slightly different than the other ones, like H E H space H E H, which in Malagasy means. I don't know. I like that. <laughs> so, really, we just we don't, don't know. know. That might be it. Where the for the name I.I. actually comes from. But there's a lot of lore just around that, which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. So, they are the only extant member of their genus and family. So, extant is basically the opposite mm-hmm. of extinct. So, the only one member of the family that survived that is currently living. And there's believed to be a giant I.I. Um, that has gone extinct within the last 1,000 years. Aww. And that was the only member, other member of the genus and family. Again, family being Dabantonidae. Again, named after like some French woman. They're the world's largest nocturnal primate. And the thing that they're most known for are their unique foraging habits. Oh, yes. Uh, which I will get into. But first, just some basic, a little bit more basic info. Um, these guys... Other than their foraging habits, they're pretty normal. They're nocturnal. They're arboreal. They spend like more than 80% of their time in the trees. They are generally solitary. Uh, solitary. You can say it. Solitary? You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Ding, ding, they ding. like to play um, solitaire. They're kind of like the, they're not, I mean, they're mainly solitary, but like they've been seen to groom each other on occasions. Um, and obviously they'll be around each other for mating, but tend to hang out by themselves. They do a lot of scent marking to mark their home ranges. Um, and they're typically not monogamous. So they just oh, like to... Oh, hey. They know, get around. They're loners. Polyamorous. They're uh, sexy loners. I like that. But let's get on to their foraging. Because honestly, that's <laughs> what we're here for. So my first note is just that their hands are terrifying. Right now, find a computer, a laptop, anything you want. And just look, for the love of God. A.A. hand? At an I.I. hand. Because I.I. 
AA or II? Okay. I call it an II. So look at their hands. Um, so generally when they're foraging, they're omnivores. They eat seeds, fruits, nectar, and fungi, but they eat a lot of insect larvae and honey, and that's where these creepy-ass fingers come into play. <laughs> Again, I say this thinking... That's Ashley's nickname, too. They're creepy-ass fingers. I do have really weird fingers. Is that I think I think IIs are super, super cool. That doesn't mean they're creepy, not creepy as fuck. They're creepy as fuck. So the thing that's really cool about IIs that sets them apart from all other... Pretty much all other primates and a lot of other mammals on land is that, other than like the ones you typically think of, is that they're the only ones known to use echolocation. Mm, really? So, That's super cool. So obviously I, we've got lots of whales using echolocation. Mm-hmm. We've got lots of bats. But these guys use it a little bit differently. So they have, as I've mentioned multiple times now, <laughs> these creepy ass Creepy ass fingers. <laughs> so if you look at an eye hand, there are, I actually don't know if there's, I think in total four fingers, maybe five. Something I feel like I should have known. You should pull up a picture of a hand. The third and the fourth one are the fi- are the ones that are the most important. I think they have five. I see f- five. Mm-hmm. Okay, five. So they have five. So their third finger Whoa. or middle finger is so creepy looking. They're really awful. Thinner than all of the others, and by thinner I mean literally looks like it's just a tiny bone. Drastically thinner. Like. Like, what is its purpose? I know, look at it. Look at it. And then their fourth finger is the longest. Mm -hmm. So they have one that's super, super thin, and they have one that's longer. So this third middle finger is used for tapping on logs. So they'll go up to, like, a somewhat hollow log. They'll tap. They can tap eight times in one second. Holy crap. So they tap on it eight times per second. Like, try that. That's insane. Like, that was eight, and that took, like, Eight seconds. It's crazy. So they'll tap really fast. Kind of like then, a woodpecker can tap really yeah. fast. So I was going to say, the one thing that's really, I mean, there's plenty of things that's really cool, is that they fill the same niche that a woodpecker would. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they're cool. looking for these grubs that Isn't are that in called, the like, tree. Isn't that called, evolution or something, when two different oh. animals adapt the same With way? kind of like how the maned wolf and yeah. the... Yeah. Uh, kind of similar. I think not, not one you typically think of, just because they you they, it's the same niche, but they do it in different, in different ways. ways. Right. But I think probably <laughs> kind similar. Of yeah. yeah. So they tap, tap really fast, and then they listen for the echo that's produced in the chamber of this, cool. of this tree. And so wow. they'll listen for the echo if there's something, you know, in there, some kind of larvae blocking it. They'll hear that, that particular echo, and then they use that fourth finger, Ugh. the really fucking long one, and they scrape it off. <laughs> that's and a bad way to go, Grub. <laughs> so weird. It, but there's plenty of video about them because they're, I mean, they're... A pretty, they're like rare, but you can find them. They're not like sneaky, so <laughs> they're bad. Just hiding. literally look up videos of them because they do it, and it's just like <laughs> their fingers are. Oh, just let's pull so it up. Okay, long. I need to watch this, and we need to record our reaction <gasps> to this video. video of oh, I have not AI, stopped recording. I, 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 um, feeding, feeding. It'll come up. Don't worry. But I it's, don't it's know like if really I fast too. The it's like demon primate. Oh, so the, oh, we're the, gonna funny, get into that. the funny um, article was oh God, the ears. eye and the finger of death. The ears are like a bat's wing. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I hate it looks finger. like a gremlin. <laughs> it's crazy. I really hate the skinny finger. That's my worst one. It just looks like a creepy witch finger. So he's listening, and then come on. Oh, oh, so they also, so they do use the finger, but they also will um, chew bigger holes. Oh my god, I hate that skinny finger. <laughs> I hate it so, so much. So once they find the chamber with the where the grub oh. is, they will chew a hole in the wood to make it um, a little but bit it bigger like for he that finger. But it looks like pulled it out with the really skinny one, not the fat one. 
Well, maybe he uses it for both. I'm it's supposed to be that the skinny one is used for tapping, and then the long one, which is still skinny, but not as skinny as the skinny one, oh. um, is also super long and gross. I'm just really disgusted right now. Yeah. It's, it's so unsettling. But So that middle finger also has this unique ball and socket metacarpal phalangeal joint. What? So it's got a special joint. Um, the only other species that's known to find food this way is a striped possum. Oh. Um, but they, I'm, as far as I know, they don't have, they don't like have, like, these crazy-ass hands. Oh, they're so weird. I can't. Okay. But, like, they're also kind of cute. They're, like, they're ugly cute. Little, oh, they very much poking at it. <gasps> oh. Oh. It's also, like, weirdly human in a way. Because mm. it uses it like a tool almost. I was going to say, it's a tool attached to its body. Uh-huh. There's also, I was watching this one earlier. That's um, so, I'm just, like, I wish you. I'm not okay with I'm this. Not, I'm not making any noises right now because <laughs> I've just got this disgusted look on my face. Oh, that's cute, it's so, But it's doesn't little... it look like, have you ever seen the movie Gremlins? Yes, yes that's exactly what I was when thinking. When the gremlins first come out of the shells. Uh, no, sorry, when the um, the mogwais are first born mm-hmm. and their ears are like kind of stuck yes. down that's what i ears like remind me of because they're just skin they're so fucking weird they're so, they look like somebody they look like they might be from a timber and film like they look like yeah. a no one knows but so as you might have guessed by our reactions they're not they're super cool but they're not traditionally cute no. if anything right. they're traditionally terrifying <laughs> which is kind of sad because it's led to a lot of folklore yeah. and a lot of their kind of um demise so there's a lot of different folklore surrounding I.I. Most of it just has to do with them being the bringer of evil and death. So <laughs> I.I.s often, if they're they're viewed, um, again, as this harbor, is it harbinger? Harbinger? Harbinger. Harbinger. Harbinger of evil. So often in villages, if, they, if someone sees an I.I., it's just killed on, it's killed on sight. Um, others believe that if it points the nearest finger at you, it means you're marked for death. Oh, God. Again, some say the appearance of the I.I. in a village just means that there's going to be death in the village. Um, and the only way to prevent it is to kill it. That's so sad. Um, some, the Sakalava people, go so far as to claim I.I. sneak into houses through the thatch roof and murder the people sleeping by using the middle finger to puncture the victim's aorta. I would oh like God. to wow. point out that none of this is true. Literally in the article was like, there's no science to prove this. And I'm like, well, fuck, duh. <laughs> of course there's not. They're just unfortunate looking. It doesn't mean they're not awesome. They also don't eat people. They don't. Right. They're, 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 they're no threat to us at all. <laughs> um, so in 1933, they were actually thought to be extinct mm. and then rediscovered in 1957. Hmm. So there's not a ton of them. Again, they're only found in Madagascar, as with all lemurs. So they are uh, IUCN listed as endangered and uh, decreasing. And the biggest threat, really, is that they're being killed because people think they're evil, and yeah. then also because they claim, people claim that they're protecting their crops, but there's been no scientific evidence Ugh. that they do anything to their crops, so it kind of goes back to the superstition that IIs are evil. It's like and assuming that if you see a black cat, you're yeah. in for bad luck. Exactly. And do we know population size? Um, Pretty small. If you're on Madagascar and you're an animal, there probably aren't a lot of you. There's not yeah. a lot, yeah. Um, okay, estimated population. Well, that doesn't help. It says 1,000 to 10,000. That's a range. We're going to try again. I mean, it's probably hard to nail it down. They're really elusive. Right. True. Still, but like, one to ten is not one a lot. to ten thousand is not a great 
Well, oh, I think, but that if that is from a reputable source, it probably just indicates that, like, we really don't have any idea because there's not enough information and they're scattered throughout Madagascar yeah. kind of thing. Was A to Z animal, so I don't know how reputable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is. What is ooh, primate fact sheets, primate, it's an EDU site. Total population unknown. So cool. there okay, we we'll go. We'll stick with that. We'll stick with that. Cool. But there is lots of captive breeding being done to okay. help this population. Um, I think it said something around like there's like 50 captive IIs in zoos around the world, doing lots of uh, different breeding programs. One place in particular that's doing a lot to help IIs is the Duke Lemur Center, which is actually one of the videos that's you pulled what we up just when watched. we were looking. Yeah. Very um, cool. They're doing a lot to to help IIs. So. The main thing that's going to help protect IIs and keep these creepy bastards around <laughs> is protecting the forests of Madagascar. And, yes. uh, yeah, I'm keeping, I mean, that's pretty much all creatures in Madagascar are just like, Especially this is the only yeah. place they live. I know. So it's like Australia and Tasmania, okay. too. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Please, really let's important. protect them. Um, I want, what? No, go ahead. I was going to say, just because they look creepy, it's kind of like bats yeah. or sharks, yeah. you know, these things Bad that look rat. evil or we think that they're creepy, mm-hmm. but you know what? Somebody's got to love them. Yeah, it's like, but just also, because they're not cute and cuddly doesn't mean they shouldn't be alive. But also, as creepy, again, as creepy as fuck as their hands are, there's nothing else like that. It's no. like, I know, I was just going to say, It's one of the things that you look at, cool. that you look at and first of all think, why? Is this a Jim Henson puppet? Is yeah. this from Star Trek? Like, I don't understand where this creature came from. Yep. So if that goes away, like, we're never going to have another eye. You know how much mm-hmm. evolution had to take place for that bony finger to come about? Oh, yeah. A lot. Let's not waste that work. That is not going to come back. Come on, people. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's uh, the, the eye eye. I love that's it. That's fantastic. My creepy weirdo. I, I would have to say this is probably the first animal I've known the least about. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That was a really good one, Ashley. Thank good you. One. Thank you. Again, one of my gateway animals where I was like, this is fucking weird and I love it. Well, I think that was a really great amount of animals tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Silent amount of information. We had we went through a couple different beers. I don't know how I'm feeling about this last one. But <gasps> well, what is it? I don't know. I think also because I've just been pouring all of my beers into the <laughs> into same one glass. glass. Yeah, that's not good. It all tastes like a lot. <laughs> lot this of things. This is a good place to end. <sighs> yeah. Drinking yeah, I mean, and podcast. Yeah. I mean, you think we're done? I'm not done. Oh. So that dessert beer. Oh shit. Just oh, kidding. We might keep going. <laughs> we'll but we're done with goes. the animals. Yes. Okay. Um, Thank you guys for letting me be on. Of yes. course. It was so fun. It was our pleasure. I mean, this though is a perfect reminder though that you're also an enthusiast just like us. We are not scientists. Nope. Nope. So we really don't want our listeners to cite us. Don't want to repeat the things we say in public. No, we actually do. You can. Just you like, can. But, like, preface it with, hey, I heard on a podcast. Yes. This may or may not Whatever be accurate. <laughs> we, we do research these guys. We do. It's, it's fine. You can, you can say <laughs> Ashley and Maggie said so. Yeah. But, yeah, don't, don't actually quote us in your academic papers. No. That would be a bold move. No. Um, so, Ashley, do you want to sign us off tonight with your mouth full of pizza? I would love to. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Choo, choo, choo. Thanks for joining us on this episode. <clears throat> Thought I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> She's now choking on food. It's okay. Woo! We're good. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Tune in next time when we learn more about it. You messed it up again. Do you want me to do no. it? <gasps> Julie, no. you want to take us out? No, no. Jill, do you want to sign us no. out? Just read that. Don't, okay. don't read right. the... Read it right into right. Maggie's mic. All right, ready? Ready? Go. Jill, take us out. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Tune in next time when we learn more about animals, their biology, and habitat, and the threats they face, and what people are doing about it. Woo-hoo!
also like to point out she put more in the same place too, but she ran with it. She also messed up, but kept going. That's a professional. All right. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. So long. Bye.